0: Thank you, thank you, Janet Lee. You know, it's possible that the Father's house Arturians were listening in today and heard all that playing. They would like that song even about the sound of music because they understand that the universe is a musical universe while to a lot of people it's a noise that they hear. To the angels and to the Arturians, They hear the song of the universe, and I think you had a spirit of that today. God bless you. Hello out there. This is uh, Jerry Lee, and I'm interested in bringing you some manifesting truth. And I want you to become equipped, become equipped with the capabilities of hearing what the Spirit has to say to the church. You are my beloved audience, and I want God to bless your ears on this Sunday, January 29, 2017. We have so much of interest to talk about today. It's interesting, at this time lots of things are happening out in the scientific world and invention world, creation world. They've recently announced that a Harvard physicist has created metallic hydrogen using a diamond vice. Of course, people think they know what someone is talking about when some of these scientists use their terms, but believe me, quite a bit of the time, the way a term is used by scientists has a quite different meaning from the term as it is commonly used. We talked about diamonds. We talked about how that diamonds in the world of the Zith uh, are used for energy, for long trips across the universe. But it's interesting that you could take a gas like hydrogen, which so much of the universe has, and turn it into a metal. Well, that does not surprise me. I was totally aware of that possibility and totally expecting of that particular possibility. And it so goes along with the things that we teach and the things that that we believe. And so many people are missing out. So many people just don't get it because they just haven't plugged in. You know I have people say to me well brother Lee you just don't understand I am just not intelligent I just I didn't go to school I have very little school and I just don't catch on to these deep things of science and math and physics and deep Bible things, I just don't catch on. I, I just basically am nothing when it comes to those things. And then when someone would say something like that, I'd say, oh my God, that's incredible. It is? Why, yes. Why, did you know that nothing is the name of a rare gem? Did you know that nothing is the stuff that the universe was made out of? why nothing belongs to that scripture that Jesus made when he said, all things are possible. The whole idea of taking nothing or something that seems to be nothing and making it into something is where a lot of the sciences today and the physics are moving toward. I remember, and I think I mentioned this to you before, <clears throat> a long long time ago I um, was just a boy then they created nitrogen fertilizer out of nitrogen gas and I saw the these little nitrogen pills I call them that people use to fertilize their their uh, crops and to fertilize lawns and it was just the beginning back then of of the incredible direction that that things are going. And so, you know, it 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 is a time to really get into the Moses revelations as well as the New Testament revelations. <coughs> Exodus 29:27 we've touched on this before talks about the heave offering. Uh and and it was an offering that the children of Israel would have and, and they, would, they would lift up the body part of, you know, a, 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 of uh, you know, an oxen or part of an animal and they would wave it. And, um, it, you know, people don't understand that the heave offering uh, is, the heave is, is the name, the Saxon word name that the word heaven came from. And it was even spelled H-E-V-E-N. And later, it became H-E-A-V-E-N. So you have the heave offering. And there is a lot to that. A lot to how that they waved it, and how that this has to do with the the uh, revelation of vibrations, and so many other things. Well, we've covered a uh, lots of interesting things, and... We just we do need to review a lot of things, but I guess that we won't probably have time for that today. Uh, <clears throat> so we will get on to today's message, which is a very very important message, and uh, it uh, we we uh, you know we did we did an introduction about it. Uh, we always give a broadcast introduction, called a broadcast announcement, and we talked about the Holy Ghost, you know, as being presented in part four, and in the holy infra of the deep, of many unknowns, there exists, mostly without acknowledgment, a deep abiding presence of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is there, ladies and gentlemen. Every human being has the Holy Ghost within them, and oh, there would be some starchy old set-in-the-mud Christians that would have a hard time with that because they are so brainwashed in their indoctrinations that they can't see anything uh, beyond one glory that they have in mind and not realizing that there are many glories and many levels of glories and many degrees of glories. And this is all about the revelation of the multi-dimensions that the Bible talks about that was revealed in the scriptures. And the different height and widths and and broadways and it's just vastly interesting. So when we get into the infra of the deep, we are going through the white sheen of many colours which is a song, and it is, as I wrote, so ineffable that the human mind finds it unutterable because there is no infix of any syllable that can be inserted in any standalone word of the human language to change that state. It is bound within the universe, and you can't take away The song, you can't take away the melody, no matter what you do, no matter how many atomic bombs you (laughs) put out. Besides that, if you exploded all the atomic and hydrogen bombs that are on the earth, they wouldn't even compare to the great asteroid that some 60,000 years ago hit the earth. They wouldn't even be a mite, hardly would touch. the the, the power of that asteroid, and so the universe, the world, has been used to all of these powerful events that happen, and that wipe out tons of life, but you know, nothing can stop the plan of God, nothing can interfere with the Spirit and all of its meanings. Because it is just the plan of God. So then that brings us to the message that is so important for today. And it is the message about the Holy Ghost part in love story. There is a love story in the universe. There is a love story here on earth because it's part of the universe. There is a love story that people have not even begun to phantom to phantom, or to get into the spirit of. And we know and we understand from the scripture that the scripture says that God is a spirit and that they that worship him must, M-U-S-S-T, M-U-S-T, must. No, no deviation, no to the left, no to the right. No to the down or no to some up that you think is up that is actually down. They must worship him in spirit and in truth. They must. That's that's the way you worship God. And Any other kind of worship isn't really a true worship of God. You might think you're worshiping God, but there's a way to worship God in the spirit, and, if, and God is a spirit. Now, that translates in the in the book of 1 John as being God is love because it says right in there God is love so God is love and then another that's another way of saying God is a spirit now he is a particular spirit he's not just any old spirit out there he's a particular the spirit And when we begin to see that and understand that and get into that, our world of vision changes. Our constructions of knowledge and insights and levels of degrees of the knowledge of the living God changes. Well, I want to sort of start off with this love story of the Holy Ghost. And it's a little bit sounds like poetry but it's not like any poetry that you would have heard before that I would know of. It starts off this way. And remember this is what is the Holy Ghost part for. Here we go. The open waters of the high seas part of the earth's great water worlds are deemed to be outside jurisdiction of any country. On the vast oceans, it is saying there are what is called the open waters of the high seas. And no nation is allowed to have jurisdiction of those. They are open territory. Now, in the opposite of the physical manifestations, of the physical realizations, the realms of the Holy Ghost spirit world of inner spirit entity abiding, that's like human beings who have spirits in them. So it it regards that aspect. And the world of the highest heaven, which of course is the heaven of heavens, capital H, there is no spirit jurisdiction laws in existence. That space of the spirit within you has no jurisdiction that can kick it out of the body, that can afflict it, that can put it under a code of laws. That spirit of yours is free as you can come into the realization of that freedom. But it is there because within you is the kingdom of god now you say well i mean that doesn't mean don't don't please don't tell me what it means you are listening today because you don't know what i'm going to say and i have a lot to say that you will most likely have never heard before and i didn't happen by accident i came through the ringer and god sometimes calls me the son of soil and I understand that, but I want to tell you today as we are getting into this little song poetry there's a reality to it, I have lived it. Presently vast masses of humans are only minded with an aired plasma-like copy of memory or a total blankness as to the original manifest reality of truth about the love story of the Holy Ghost and that's because all human beings even though they have the Kingdom of God within them which has the Holy Ghost, which has the Spirit that has eternal consequences for being a forever entity. That there is a part of that and attached to that an allness that people haven't even begun to realize. Because when it says the spirit of God is love, people don't even know what kind of love that is. And in another place, it says God is a consuming fire. So now if God is a spirit, and God is love, and God is a consuming fire, F-I-R-E, well then, let's get it straight. Those all three are one thing. That consuming fire is love. And there is a, a raging fire of love reaching out from god a yearning love and it is powerful to create it has the capability of changing forms of transforming into unlimited potentials well a rivière rises of dreamy thoughts that we're not destined to be forever forgotten. No, that Riviera rises, and those thoughts that rise are not destined for the land of forgetfulness. They're not to be forgotten. For in that dream I once lived and strolled of body, mind, and spirit with exceptional senses. At the Father's house estate, everyone abode as a noble. I was there. You were there, and the Bible says in Jude that, the, that there were these spirits, these spirits that left their first estate. Oh, that's you. That's me. We all got tricked by Lucifer, the archangel. This... Reverie, and I like to call it reverie, to connect it to river. But this reverie of dream, this exceptional sense, deeply taught the love and respect of the Almighty God. Check it out in St. John 14, 1 through 4, about the Father's house. How i revere revered the Holy Ghost. Ages of time sweep by and fleetingly difficult to grasp recall, yet all is not lost. For day upon day and night upon night, more and more of the bits and pieces keep returning to the memoir, which means memory, of my soul. Beloved listeners, Listeners, for a few glimpsing moments of your mind's time, muse with me in this reverie of the star rise of my mind. For one day I called to the heavens that the heavens would hear my earthen body requests. And that I would hear what the heavens answered. And this is a scripture experience. Check it out. Hosea 2.21 KJV I appealed in a plea. Please hear me out there, you angels, cherubim and seraphim. Will you not as agents of the divine quench my thirst? Is it not written, ask and you will receive? Knock and the door will be opened. Oh, and ah, I rambled within myself. Then voiced, I have wandered on roads that belong to lost tramplings. That went nowhere. In some time of ago, I was told by misguided shepherds to believe their line of ignorance and folly. And for a while I did. Then came riding down by a quickening of the Holy Ghost the Archangel Gabriel. He spoke, I blink. He revealed, he revealed but for years I could not remember his words. Over the time I began to see zith, z-z-i-t-h-s, streak, streak, s-t-r-e-a-k, across skies faster than lightning. Ziths come from a word in the Hebrew meaning fringe, And they describe alien spacecraft or It's not alien to the people who are offspring of the Melchizedek. My thinking jammed. Mercy then came to my imagination and I became a bumblebee. I buzzed over fields and plains. I saw and I felt instincts as of a bug. And how sun directive those instincts were. How free The Wings of the Bumblebee. It was a song, and I wrote it. My soul is free, flying like a bird in flight, buzzing like a bumblebee. My soul is free. Then a great invisible collective of my atoms arose and said, Believe it or fade, condone or drip away. My knees trembled, my eyes bled with tears. The impossible shouted, Know it and become free. Suddenly a mighty rushing wind caught me up in a Holy Ghost uplift, and ignorance fell to the ground and died. I became a super straw. Don't feel too sorry about that for me. I was determined to believe and to do the will of God. Don't feel too sorry about that, because the Bible says in Isaiah 65, 25, that one day the lions will eat straw like a bullock. Interesting how powerful a substance that straw can be made to become if God has his hand in it. Then the Lord spoke to me and said, son of the soil. Go to the mountain where I will lead you and plant there your body until a transformation and transfiguration comes upon you and you are changed from the creature you are. Then I said, How can this be? And the Lord answered, How can this not be? For the power of the love of the Holy Ghost is made alive and active within you. Your misstepping downward is reversed. Ah! reversed. That's the word I needed. In the lovely book of the Seven Thunders it talks about a great queen who is revealed the power of turning around. That's a reverse. An an excitement enthralled me. And for an instant of a twinkling of an eye, I join the morning stars and I shout it for joy. And that's Job 38, where it talks about us being at one time morning stars involved in the creations, the gods, the Elo- Elohim. Then I switch from the mind of my gene tracks to the trackways made of Shekinah glory which pathwayed through the universe. And God said, count the stars and know the number of their names. God said that to Moses, and God said that to some other patriots. There's more to it than just looking up at the stars. There's more to it than just the mathematical count. It's connected to a vast revelation of understanding the number of their names. The manifest knowledge such as this will cause hell to shiver and demons to flee. Check out Shekinah glory as it describes the, the cloud, the, the glories of Second Chronicles 7, verses 1 through 3, KJV. I bid you seek the Holy Ghost. Surely the hour for your spirit soul is at hand. It is within you in the kingdom of God. You have it. It just has to be loosened. It just has to be set free. And it's all part of the revelation. It's all part of it. To loosen, to loosen this vast resource within, this kingdom of God, memory, the kingdom of God, knowledge, the kingdom of God, Holy Ghost, I read again, I bid you seek the Holy Ghost. Surely the hour for your spirit soul is at hand. Come fly with me. Shed the skin of carnal nature and the straw limits of the sun of soil and see again the angel of your presence because you do have, you do have an angel of the presence. What is the Holy Ghost? What is the Holy Ghost? What is the Holy Ghost part in the story of love? God is a spirit and God is love. And therefore God is holy and spirit is holy. Therefore and spirit is the Holy Spirit supreme in the first domain. Heaven of heavens. Heaven, capital H of the first domain. And small h for the heavens that represent the firmaments of the planets of that circle around the stars, that are in orbits around the stars, that have the possibility atmospheric-wise and element-wise for habitation, which is another name that equals heaven, which is another name that equals house, that equals home. Be it confirmed That M's first presence of the Spirit Supreme never leaves the first domain. You've got to get that down. Because you can't really understand the Holy Ghost if you don't get that down. The I am invisible God never leaves the first domain. Some people will say, well, you know, (laughs) talking about that, you know, the Bible says that I'm made in the image of God. Really? Really? that's amazing I just don't get it though because I can clearly see the profile of your body I can clearly see you being a human being as being a a physical mass and if you made in the image of the God the invisible God you'd be invisible because that's his image You've got something wrong, friend, big time. And what you got wrong is in translations and interpretations across podiums all across the world. Because they have not understood the many one that God is. And more will be said about it in here. Now, don't misunderstand that. Because I'll explain how that, that can be. And God still is one God. Okay, let's go on, let's talk about this, this is incredible. Be it confirmed that M's first presence of the Spirit Supreme never leaves the first domain. Consequently, when God's message is an agency beyond the first domain in realms called the universe, the I am sends M's ghost. What you are seeing out there in the Holy Spirit world, if you can see it by the Spirit, is the ghost of God of the first domain. And it's not an evil ghost. It's not a human ghost. It's not a devil's ghost. It's the Holy Ghost of the God of the first domain. And that Holy Ghost is in agency throughout the entire whole universe. And it is a signal called the Holy Ghost, which as the Soundtron is God's ghost essence in all that exists. So, God I am is Holy Spirit in the first domain, and Holy Ghost love in the universe, and such degrees of love has no mortal. Soundtron, what is that? Psalms 19, one through 6, the line that goes out also meaning measure. You remember in Revelation, he said to the angel, go and measure this and measure that, measure Jerusalem, measure this, measure that. It's a line. In Romans 10, 18, that is transliterated, translated sound, because there is a connection. Now, this is not my message today, but it's part of it. So substantiating the word soundron, the voice of the will of God, Psalms twenty nine one nine, that exist in every language, that exist in every place of the universe. That there is no place, no language, no spot that it does not exist, even including hell. And the Bible says that. Now you have to understand how that that works. That's all part of the teachings that you need to hang on. Now, when a world one-third of one-third, when a world of one-third, Revelations twelve four, the dragon drew one-third of the stars of heaven. When a world of one-third of God's angels went astray, I am, love them still. Therefore, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. So it is in the universe. The Holy Ghost is a signal of the image of God, who is the spirit of love. Consequently, every human has a spirit that gives life to their physical body. A spirit has energy and charge. Each spirit can have a different charge which accords to the scripture. Each morning star differs from another morning star according to their glories. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 41, KJV. When we speak of the morning stars that are often angels and now fall into the matter of human bodies, the same metaphor of cosmic stars differentiating is symbolic of the morning stars that represent living entities who each have different charges of glories. The universe has a signal language. In fact, everything has the capability to have a language. Even a rock substance, when transformed to a different state, can begin to express in electro vimatic language. As regards the Holy Ghost and the language the Holy Ghost can endow a person to speak, the tongues of all languages mortals are included, as well as to endow a person to speak in angel-language tongues. There's also the tongues of travail and the unknown secret tongues of prayer by the Holy Ghost for those who seek God's help. Some critics might say you are calling a language, that what you are calling a language is just a sound of energy resonance, more to the side of being a noise. In the universe, there are many noises and those noises remain a noise until some inner septing uh, inner translating entity discovers the message language of that noise there is a message language that noise has jesus christ understood this and spoke and spoke to the storms of nature spoke to the storms of nature and those storms obeyed him mark 4:39 yeah he just spoke to him and said Peace be still. And they oh, the, the storm obeyed him. There's a language of God out there. You need to know that language of God because Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do that I have done. The ghost of God as the sound tron permeates everything in the universe. Does that mean that the whole universe has the Holy Ghost? It means in parable that the symbolic art brush is there. The symbolic art brush is in you. But it's not activated. Only a mediator, initiator spirit that projected the ghost can activate the Holy Ghost. When a mediator spirit activates the Holy Ghost, that act gives the Holy Ghost living spirit life action ability. The ghost is an image of the spirit which to communicate may take on different forms for the sake of those entities or elements being communicated. When the Holy Ghost which was sent out is Origined or originated by the first domain, invisible God I am, then only God I am can be the operator to activate it. No other vibrations will match the same scale of exact existence. DNA could be said to be me- a metaphorical example. For any other entity to be involved in the activation of the, of the Holy Ghost energy, and power it must be done through and under the will of the originator. In this subject case as said the operator would be the invisible God I am. So the Father God taught Jesus and the invisible I am God taught the Father. You get it? The Father God taught Jesus Christ. And the invisible I am God taught the Father. And we see in John 5, 20, 21 how that the Father taught Jesus the power of the resurrection. If the operator, mediator, initiator spirit, let me say that slowly, the operator, the mediator, initiator, or initiation spirit that projected the Holy Ghost is Jesus Christ through his Father's presence, St. John 14:26. <clears throat> then only can any en- entity or element, connect and use the power of the Holy Ghost of Christ when that is done through the mediator, initiator, spirit, originator. That's a big mouthful, isn't it? But the Holy Spirit is a mediator. Jesus is a medi- mediator. And then there is the to ignite something, the initiator. You, you push the button. You say the word. Let there be light and there was light. You initiate it. And the origination of anything is done by the originator who was the mediator, initiator that pressed that button. And the Father Christ is a, a, a originator, an originator and initiator and mediator. This is why instructions say these things must be done in the name of, G- of Christ, or in the name of Jesus Christ, which is the anointing of the Father of Light's ministry. This then is the message of Jesus that he would send another comforter, St. John 14:16 through17, KJV. This means that the first Holy Ghost presence made available was also a comforter because this is another comforter. We're going to stop there for a break, Janet Lee. Thank you again, Janet Lee, And everything I said the first time applies to the second time. <laughs> All right, okay. Audience, I want to go on with some really neat things. And there is so much. I just pray that I'll be able to get some of these extremely important things out, but we'll do the best we can for the time. As a believer, trans assimilates the personification of the Father in Jesus Christ. St. John seventeen twenty one, KJV. The believer takes on levels of Christ, Holy Spirit comforter. Eventually, by actual act or by grace, this in generation is achieved. So this, this thing of trans-assimilation is a process. And when you become... Born again, uh, it, 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 is a, it is preceded by an embryonic state. We'll talk about that. So here we go. The believer takes on levels of Christ, Holy Spirit comforter. Eventually, by actual act or by grace, this generation is achieved. Is achieved. This is, of course, or this, of course, begins with an embryonic impanation. E M B Y O N I C impanation I M P A N A T I O N Now that word has all kinds of doctrinal connections but it also has just literal meanings everyone should know what an embryo is and and that's what a baby is made out of and impanation actually if you really boil it down to the to the uh, Etymology: it means in the pot, which is like in your stomach, (laughs) or in your innermost being. So with an embryonic impanation for the uh, process of becoming born again, as taught by Jesus Christ, as beginners begin the birth story within, the scriptures guide them to understand that their kingdom of God within is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Oh, is that ever beautiful. See, what exactly is this kingdom of God within? Well, this kingdom of God within is the temple that represents the temple represents the heaven of heavens. It represents the spirituality. It represents the place of transformation from unforgiveness to forgiveness. And it is a vital essence. It is the ultimate ultimate that is needed. And so the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And that is the kingdom of God within us. We are that. So why would it be unusual For the Holy Ghost to not be in there, in a suspended state, waiting to be activated. And when you receive the Holy Spirit into yourself, it's into cognizance. It's into actuation. And people think, well, that has to mean it's coming from outside somewhere. They think it's coming, you know, it's out in the air, uh, drifting around, waiting for somebody to want it. God is so way ahead of you. Everybody born, the Bible says in in, in the book of, of the gospel of John, is born in the light. Chapter 1. Born in the light. Every human being born into the world. Because all the people born into the world right now are the offspring of God. And they are ophanims that have fallen into the estate of matter which we are in. And they have the kingdom of God within them and this kingdom of god within them is in the form of the signal and so not only is the signal of the kingdom of god within you but you also have the signal of your spirit soul which is in heaven of heavens and it might sound strange i know when i first start using that many many years ago signal people thought oh my but you know now, in this age in which we live, people have come to, come to understand that everything there is out there in the universe can, uh, can uh, be a signal. And, and in most cases, it is a signal. And understanding that signal, that there is a differentiation from one signal to another, and there are levels of uh, signal intelligence, signal spirit, and etc. Okay. Let's move on. As believers begin the birth story within, the scriptures guide them to understand that their kingdom of God within is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Reaching out to care and love for the lost is an inner temple ministry. Only Yaviel of the Ophanims did not sin during the war of the angels. Now to those Ophanims who are in the mortal bodies, the Bible says, there are no mortals that do not sin. Romans 3, 23 KJV. Now, do you get the difference between you and Jesus Christ? He never failed, he never sinned. He was the Lord of hosts. He was the the archangel over all of the ophanims. So the Bible says in Thessalonians that when he comes again, he's going to be coming himself, not somebody else, coming himself with the voice of an archangel. It's talking about the archangel restoration. Therefore, the only remedy for getting back into the first domain, which is the sinless state, the heaven of heavens, is to return through an assimilation of Yahweh, Jesus Christ. This thing of assimilation is absolutely essential. When you come to your return state, when you come into the power of resurrection and the power of love, it all has to be done by coming through Jesus, through the name of Jesus Christ, Yaviel, who is the Father of Lights, and that's how you you're going to get through the pearly gate. You're going to come through through the pearly gate in in the Christ mode, not in your own mode, because Jesus is the only one that is pure of us of the, of the ophanims. Now. Therefore, again, the only remedy, of getting back to the first domain, is a sinless state, is to return through an assimilation of Yahweh, Jesus Christ, Yaviel Christ, who was the only one of the Ophanims uh, and the fallen angels who w- was without sin. However, all others who were mortals sinned. Romans 5, 12, and John 1, 8 through 10, KJV. Yahweh Christ was the metaphorical Passover lamb unblemished. Exodus twelve five. Christ was without sin, first Peter two twenty two and John three 1 John uh, three five. Jesus Christ who on earth and in the universe has revealed himself by the word, described the Father, and portrayed the Father in his literal body life of Jesus Christ. Savior love. That's, that's who he was. That's who he was, of the two kinds of fallen angels. There's two kinds of fallen angels. Some of these things were repeating because they necessarily need to be repeated. Just like without repetition, you die. Your cells have to constantly divide and, and recapitulate themselves. Over and over and over again. As long as your cells keep re, uh, re- duplicating, you, you in most cases keep living. Stop duplicating, stop doubling my revelation in the dream of the Arturian, of the doubling of the spheres. That's all the revelation. This whole thing ties even into assimilation and being born again of the Spirit. Born from above, as the Bible puts it in translation. All right. Let's go on. Jesus Christ, who on earth and the universe has revealed himself by the Word, described the father and portrayed the father in his literal body life of Jesus Christ as savior love two kinds of fallen angels one the co-owned part of the lucifer cherubim that's one kind and on the and, and on earth two we humans who were often called wheels Revelations 12 3 4 talks about the the third of the stars that were cast to earth that those people were described in Ezekiel 1.15 and Ezekiel 10.13, KJV, as wheels. There's different uses of the word wheel in there, but the specific use we're referring to comes from Strong's Hebrew Dictionary 2.12. And it means ofan for singular and ophanim for plural. And these landed on earth, these wheel ophanims and um, uh, who are former ophenims who are being terrestrially born and birthed with the inner light, St. John 1 nine KJV, which is the kingdom of God within. This, this kingdom is also inset with the Holy Ghost of the invisible God in a state of suspension. Suspension likened unto God hanging the earth in space upon nothing or no thing, gravity, as a kind of suspension in time. Job twenty six seven KJV. This brings us to what Jesus said about sending another Comforter. Saint John fourteen sixteen. There were several Holy Ghosts. When the duality of the Holy No, the let me uh, let me let me break that down so you don't get in, get confused here. This other company, other uh, Comforter ties into the revelation of there being another Comforter that existed before the second Comforter, the other Comforter. So the first Comforter is the Holy Ghost from the first domain representing the invisible God. That is, that Holy Ghost, the sound, essence, is in everything. The next comforter now is going to be the comforter that comes from Jesus Christ. St. John 14, 16, he said, I will send you another comforter. So there could be several Holy Ghosts. Someone says there could only be then two Holy Ghosts. The Holy Ghost of of, of Jesus and the Holy Ghost of the invisible God. No, no you could have a Holy Ghost too. That doesn't mean it would be of the level or equivalent to either one of those other two Holy Ghosts. But you could have a ghost that was evil or a ghost that was unborn of spirit. So when we say there are several Holy Ghosts, that's not a, a mistake because in the Book of Revelations, the King James, it talks about the several several gate, and it it means that a single gate actually has the potential to mean many gates, and this is actually a scientific teaching called entanglement, and and it it, it one atom can be uh, entangled with another atom or several other atoms and whatever happens to the one atom, happens to that other atom, or the many atoms. And they could be all the way across the universe, and it still be entangled and happen. And that is the beauty of this revelation of the several several, s-e-v-e-r-a-l Holy Ghost. And when this duality of the Holy Ghost in the Bible is fully interpreted, then it resolves the conflict of truth. So very important. In the case of Moses, when his spirit was transferred in part to the 70 elders. Through this event, he w- was overshadowed. The event was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost of the invisible God I am. Nevertheless, it was an actually highly charged spirit of Moses that was shared with the elders. Now, let me read you a Bible scripture that should just send you into into the praise of God. <laughs> I just, it is it, it is really, uh, you know, just just... Just beautiful. It's just beautiful, the things. Now, listen. Chapter 10 of 1 Corinthians. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant. Now, I want you to hear that out there. You people that think it's all right to be ignorant, it's not Bible. It's not Bible. God does not want you to be ignorant. Ignorant doesn't mean stupid. Ignorant doesn't mean brain idiot. Sparrow brain. Ignorant means that you can have the capability to learn and to know, but you're ignorant of those facts, you're ignorant of that knowledge because you haven't been trained, you haven't been taught. And Moses is into that and Paul the Apostle is into that. So listen now to this. I would not that you should be ignorant how that our father, how that our father were under the cloud and that all passed through the sea, chapter ten of First Corinthians verse two. Now get a, get on to this one, and we're all baptized. We're all baptized. That whole crowd, that whole multitude that went through the Red Sea, were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And all did eat of that same spiritual meat. That cloud was spiritual meat. And they were all baptized in that. In that cloud of Moses. Not Jesus Christ. Not God. That doesn't mean God and Jesus Christ were involved in that. But it means that when it talks in the scripture about uh, Elisha who said, I want a double portion of the spirit of Elijah. He understood something that the that the prophets of, of of God that were out there didn't understand at the times sons of the prophets and those, he understood of the of the different degrees and charge levels that were available. He understood something beautiful, and and he says, I, I don't just don't want just a little glimmering. I don't just want just a little touch of the spirit of Elijah. I want a double. I I want I want a double portion, because you see, that couldn't have been possible. If Elijah didn't have that double, that double energy, that double charge. He had it, and he had leftover from that. And so that was grand. He says, if you see me when I ascend, then you will get that double portion. And that's what did happen. So in Moses, Moses transferred to 70 elders his spirit. And still had lots of charge of energy left. Because that's a Bible thing, just like Elijah, the double portion of his spirit was transferred to Elisha, and this thing about the, they were all baptized in the cloud, and this is a spiritual manna revelation. And that cloud, I—that's not my message today, but I've never taught all the things about what cloud can actually mean. Taught some of them. One day, that's coming up the road, Lord willing. Now. Hang and hold, folks, because this is just a beautiful thing. In the case of Moses, when his spirit was transferred to the part of the 70 elders, though this event was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost of the invisible God I Am, nevertheless, it was the actual highly charged spirit of Moses that was shared with the elders, numbers 11, 16, and verses 24 through 29, KJV. This ability to take on and share one spirit was mentioned in the Old Testament scriptures uh, where Moses uh, uh, said God would send another overseer for Israel who would be likened unto himself. Now, how can Jesus Christ be likened unto Moses? You know, there's a lot of difference for sure. So how was he really, really likened? Well, it's this aspect right here. It was the very ability of Moses to share his spirit with the 70 elders that creates that aspect as a likeness to Jesus Christ who after his ascension and glorification sent his Holy Spirit to share and infill believers in the form and the power of the Holy Ghost. That was the likeness. It is a beautiful and awesome thing when you have yourself filled up enough to help somebody else. When you have enough physical energy to help somebody and lift them up, that's beautiful and powerful. But if you're so sickly yourself and so weak yourself that someone that would faint or pass or fall down or be wounded or hurt, you're just too weak to be able to help them, then you're not where God wants you to be. God wants to heal you. God wants to help you. God wants to fill you. This Holy Ghost... What is the Holy Ghost? That's Holy Ghost. Because Holy Ghost is connected to love. Holy Ghost is connected to reaching out. Holy Ghost is connected to solving problems and just eradicating ignorance. Because the Bible says the Holy Ghost will bring all things to your remembrance. You might say, I just can't remember those things. Oh, you must be lacking on the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost to bring all things to your members, that which was, that which is, and that which is to come." Wow! Okay, so we told the story already about Elijah and Elisha, the double portion and all that, that's all part of it, and now we can see that when when the Bible mentions double portion, that it is clarified and absolutely proven of Scripture, that there are different quantities of the spirit charge that is possible for each person's spirit. So then, when it is said in one place that all persons born on earth are born with the light, which represents the Holy Ghost, St. John 1 through 9, KJV, yet it says in another scripture that the Holy Ghost is not yet given, St. John seven thirty nine. The Holy Ghost not yet given was referring to the Holy Ghost of the Father of Lights, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost that had already been given was in the all of everywhere and refers to the Holy Ghost of the invisible God who never leaves the first domain. Now we repeated that, but it needed to be repeated. Well, you've got to get this. For the Bible says, the invisible, I am God, is too pure to look upon evil and uncleanliness. God doesn't come out of the first domain because there's a, there is a set of condition. And it's described in Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 13, KJV, that, that that God is too pure to look upon evil and uncleanliness. And the Bible further verifies this by saying that the stars and the planets and the very physical heavens are unclean in God I am sight. Check it out. Job 15.15 15 and Job five five Again, Job 15.15 15 and Job 25.5, KJV. Adding to that, the Bible says mortals need to be manifested that they are a beast. And also, no mortal is without sin. Ecclesiastes 3.18 and Romans 3.23, KJV. So the holy ghost of the invisible God I am, that was present in believers, which could be brought forth before Christ's ascension and glorification, uh, was the holy ghost of the heaven of heavens. That's the people who before Jesus entered his ascension and his glorification... People before him, they had the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that they did. Here are a few major persons named in the Bible who received the Holy Ghost prior to Christ's glorification, but does not include Old Testament persons. Jesus Christ, Savior, John 5, 7, KJV. Mary, Mother of Jesus, 1st Luke, 1, through 35. And Matthew 1, 18 through 20. KJV. Elizabeth, cousin to Mary, Luke 1, 41. Zacharias, husband of Elizabeth, Luke one sixty seven. KJV. John the Baptist, Luke 1, 15, KJV. Understand the word holy as a spiritual holy comes indirectly from ancient meanings of the word whole, W-H-O-L-E, in the sense of all that is good, such as the Holy Ghost filled all the house where they were sitting, Acts 2, 2 2-4, KJV. There is much of deepness here, and between Daniel's Ancient of Days and the Apostle Paul's mysteries, there is a revealing to us that one day we will be known as we were once known, First Corinthians thirteen, twelve, MIV. Here are some interesting conclusive points to dive into. God spoke to Moses and said, Make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among you according to the pattern of the tabernacle. Exodus twenty-five, eight, KJV. There is no doubt, but that this was a metaphorical forecast about the indwelling of the Holy Ghost of Yahweh El Christ. He's not talking, okay, make, it, make this a building that I can come down and sit in this building and entertain you as Yahweh, G- G- Jesus Christ, or as Yahweh, uh, the forerunner uh, spirit aspect of Jesus Christ in the time of Moses, which took on different kinds of angel aspects and so forth. No, it is talking about the tabernacle, which represents the temple, which represents the abode of the Holy Ghost. He said, you're building this, it's metaphorical. You're building this house of the temple, this house tabernacle. It's metaphorical, it's about a spiritual thing. It's about the dwelling place of the Holy Ghost. Because the dwelling place of the Holy Ghost already existed from Adam on. People had it within. But they need to have a recognition of it, an understanding of it, an initiation of it, an activation of it. An generation of that transassimilation. As to the Holy Ghost and its fire that Moses and the seven elders, elders were allowed to experience seeing, the glory of the Lord like a devouring fire, it said, Exodus 24, 17, KJV, no doubt this yearning love of God, of the Holy Ghost, is a consuming fire. So let's go on. The Gospel makes it clear that the Holy Ghost promised by Jesus Christ was not given until after Jesus Christ's glorification. The Gospel makes it clear that the Holy Ghost promised by Jesus Christ was not given until after Christ's glorification. St. John 739 KJV. St. John 739 KJV. Of many oracles a particular scripture says, Heaven, small case, and earth are to record against those who failed the offering of God's grace. Deuteronomy thirty-one twenty-eight. So both the earth and the Father's house are prophesied in Deuteronomy thirty-one twenty-eight. M I V that they are to serve for recording and witnessing. These whole things. So, so when you read in Scripture about this person with a dressed in a white type of a veiling, and he's got the writer's inkhorn on his side, oh, is there ever a deliberation, of revelation there about this very Scripture here? How that both the earth have a have a a destined place of ministry, and the Father's house has a destined place of ministry for the recording of this whole story about the love of God and about the life of God's fallen people and the life of those people who they were before they fell. It's all part of the recordings. Wow. What is the Holy Ghost? It is the interpreter of the noise that cannot be understood. It is the discerner of the noise of fear, the noise of Babylon, the noise of the governments, the noise of the people, the noise of weeping, and sickness, and pain, the noise of war, and the fearful sound, small case, the heavens passing away with a great noise. Second Peter 3, 10. You know, there is a scripture, I won't use it today, but it, it shows that the ending of the world is also personal to each individual. Each individual gets into that status of being a part of the ending of the world. And if you would apply that to this particular scripture, then you would see that the heavens passing away with a great noise, 2 Peter 3.10, can be applicable to individuals. A whole revelation, a whole heaven of understanding, of knowledge, of manifest realization, it can just pass as a noise. And you'll never have the interpretation of that noise. You'll never really know the story of love. You'll never really know the story of the goodness of God as it is imprinted in everything that exists. And how that message has been out there saying, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. You will not get an understanding how to know advanced things if you stay in kindergarten. You will not get it in the first grade. You will not get it in the second grade. You will not get it in the third grade. On and on and on. You have to move on, brother. And this is true. And move on, sister. And this is true. This is the moving day. And so, the noise can be interpreted. Oh, come, Holy Ghost. Interpret the tongues of fire. Interpret. Interpret the missing love that was, that is, and is to come. Interpret greater love. What is the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is a multiplier of love. I want to just touch you with a few scriptures here that are so sensational. I won't try to preach each one. I just want to cover them, and they're in the book of Corinthians. And I have marked some of these scriptures with an X and a T. Won't explain to you what exactly that means, but it is important. First Corinthians 2nd chapter, verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Someone might say, Why are you speaking all this in such a mystery? Why is it so complex? Why is it so difficult to understand? Because it's Bible. And they said to Jesus, why do you keep preaching in parables? Because it was the Word of God. Because the Word of God said that he would speak that way to people. They would speak in mysteries and in language that they didn't understand. It was the plan of God. Because why? Because the Bible says, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. This belongs to your glory. This, this, these heavens that may pass away belong to your glory. Are you going to miss out on that? These mysteries that belong to your glories, they're going to pass away if you don't get out of kindergarten and out of third grade religiosity. If you don't move out into these things and dig in and dive, you're going to miss them. They're going to pass away. They'll be gone. Which none of the princes of this world knew. This ignorance has been going on for a long, long time. None of the princes of this world knew. knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Whoa. Now listen to me. Verse 10. Verse 9. But as it is written, I has not seen. Is that one of your eyes or both of them? Nor ear heard. Is that your ear or both of them? Has not entered into the heart of man. Is that your heart? The things which God has prepared for them that love him. The things that God has prepared. John, Gospel John, chapter 14. I go away to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you may be also. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not true, I would have told you. I go away to prepare. Chapter 10, John the Gospel. Other sheep I have that are not of this fold. Not of the fold of Abraham, but they are of the fold of Melchizedek. For Melchizedek is not counted here on earth as Abraham and his offspring are. Melchizedek on earth has no genealogy of father, of mother, of offspring, of sons and daughters. He is a Melchizedek of the Father's house. Verse 10, chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, but God has revealed them to us by His Spirit, capital S. How do we know about these things? We find them out by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you're going to find them out. There's no other provision to know them any other way. You're not going to discover it in kindergarten. You're not going to discover it in baby care. You have to mature and come into this meat of the Word. For the Spirit searches all A-L things. Someone say, you don't need all that kind of stuff. We just need something simple. That's not Bible. Bible. You shouldn't be broadcasting and quoting something that's absolutely not Bible and against the Bible. For the Bible says the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. You are into the Spirit revelation. It's going to be searching the deep things of God. It's going to equip you. It's going to put transformation clothing upon you and gear upon you and show you how to dive into the deep things of God. Blessed be the name of God. For that which man knoweth, for wh- no, for what man knoweth the things of, of man save the spirit of man. Even physical things about your own gene tracks and your own cells and body members and, and your brain and all of that. The spirit knows about that. That's why the Gentile spirit to spirit ministry of healing. It's a God thing. It's a God thing, ladies and gentlemen. Because what, listen, what man knoweth the things of man? What man? The best doctors that there are? Yeah, they know some things. The best scientists that they are that there that exist? Yes, they know some things. The best physicists that exist? Yes, they know a few things. But they don't know all the things. They don't know the rudiments. They don't know the deep. And there's only one thing the Bible says does know it. It says, no man knows the accentuations and the total potentiations, save, which means accept, the spirit of man which is in him. Someone might say, well, I thought that was just going to say accept God. No, your spirit within you. Come on, climb on this ladder of Jacob, because angels are ascending and descending. Talk with them, get information. Your spirit, your spirit, Y-O-U-R-S-P-I-R-T, your spirit, your spirit, save your spirit. Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Because the spirit of God, capital, connects with your spirit. That's who it talks to. That's who it reveals to. And you have to get into this traffic lane of this connection and interchange because otherwise you're in first grade you're not making it the bible says if you you remain to be scribes and pharisees and sadducees uh, sadducees here's the deal you will not make it into the kingdom of god and some people say oh my god how how evil that sounds how how rough no you you missed the whole message you didn't get it you got another you got another F. You didn't get it. The Sadducees and the Pharisees, the scribes, they're doing all this stuff on trying to figure out every little letter and count one letter after another and try to figure all that out. But what they're not doing is they're not getting into the kingdom of God within them. The kingdom of God and the spirit within them That connects with the Spirit of God. That's where they're missing. And the Bible says, unless they get off that track they're on, they're going to miss out. The heavens are going to pass away. The heavens of all the mysteries of God are going to pass away. Now, I've got about five minutes here, at least. Let's go on a little bit more. Verse 14 of chapter 2, but the natural man receiveth not, we're in Corinthians, first Corinthians, the natural man receiveth not, nor not the things of the Spirit of God. Your physical body, your brain, can't do it. That's Bible. It cannot receive these things. You're trying to figure these things out by your brain? God have mercy on you. Because that's against the Word of God. It's against the Scripture. It's against the Holy Ghost. It's against the Bible. It cannot happen. The natural man receiveth not. The the message doesn't even have an intention to try to manifest what the Bible calls the man body a beast. In Ecclesiastes it says, Oh God, I pray that you would manifest man that he might see that he himself is a beast. The Holy Spirit isn't even involved, in, 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 not even involved in, in trying to, to manifest into that man part. The natural man receiveth not. It, they don't, it doesn't receive it. It doesn't get that word. Receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolish unto them. They're foolish unto him neither can neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned people say i i just i can't get it i i just don't i just can't get the knowledge that's because you're doing it through the flesh that's because you're doing it through the 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 the, the man the outer man instead of the inner person because the bible says you can only know it they can only be spiritually discerned wow now let's just cover some more here because this is Awesome, beautiful, beautiful stuff. And we cannot miss it. Chapter 5, 2 Corinthians. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Now this has many translation capabilities. But the one I want to point out to you today, in addition to ones I've showed before, that how that that if your physical life here is dissolved, you do have a connection, a uh, eternal house in the in, in the in the heaven of heavens. But I want to show you another part of it, that if this physical house, the one that you love, and the one for who you crave many things and even lust for many things, that dominating physical animal, if it were dissolved, if you could ever get into the state of mind where for seconds of bliss you could dissolve it as though it didn't even exist, you would immediately be joined to the city of God and in another case immediately be joined Listen, if it were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands. This isn't a physical house, this spirit that's in you. It's not made with hands. And you have that. And it has an eternal in the heavens connection. That is a universe connection with the things of God. If you can make that connection you will also be guaranteed the connection in which you make the connection to the capital H, heaven. Now, we're going to say one more thing here and then sort of bring this to a close. Second Corinthians 12. Verse 1. It is not expedient for me doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago whether in the body I cannot tell or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such a one caught up into the third heaven. One, two, three. Third heaven. So there are many translation revelations of this. But let me give you one today I've not given before. One, two, three. Heaven one, the cherubimic house, is a state that it has in the physical universe. There's a literal place that the heavens are based because all the angels in the creative order, the three ophanims, cherubims, seraphims, had physical places because they took on physical bodies. So when the Bible says that you are made after the image of God, it's talking about the image of the gods, Elohim, and that's the word that it used, which were the, the angels. And Jesus said, No, you're not. You are gods. And you're made after their image, after those, the bodies that they had. That's the image that you're made after. And The cherubims, they have a physical place in the heavens. The physical heavens, that's heaven one. The seraphims have a physical home, physical planet also. That's heaven two. And the Father's house planet, the Father's house heaven, is number three. And this man was caught up to the Father's house. And whether in the body or out of the body, oh, is that ever a beautiful explanation, which I will share with you one day when it's the right message and the right time. But for today, what is this? For today, this is this awesome thing of the Holy Ghost and its part in love. God bless you and keep you. My wife, Janet, at the